He's Paul Giamatti. Sam and Michelle. Welcome, everyone. Throw a kid down a well, 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 well. Then you send in Lassie to save that kid that was down in the well, 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 well. You throw a bucket down the well, 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 and you hope that the baby knows how to climb in. The baby? I said you throw a baby down the well. Wasn't there, there was a story with some baby, I don't remember what her name was, but there was some national story when we were either... Very young or not born. I think we may have not been born. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, <clears throat> no. Baby in well. I'm sure a bunch of kids have fallen in wells. Rescue Babies. of Jessica. Baby Jessica. Baby Jessica. Baby, it happened in okay, 1987. Okay. So yeah, we were. talking about. We was babies ourselves. We were very We young. could have been baby Sam. You could have been baby Michelle. Mm-hmm. In a well. Oh, it would have rhymed. Baby Michelle in a well. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been better off. They would have saved you. Did she? She didn't die, did she? No, she's alive. See, see, how would you be better off being the well kid? Because I think when my mom threw me down the well and I was saved, I also would have been saved from her. Burn, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Well, welcome to the podcast. We are here again. We are here. I am Michelle. I am Sam. And uh, we're... uh, (laughs) Wow, let's try that again. Uh, We are a review podcast. (laughs) And uh, we typically just... uh, We share our favorite media with each other. And uh, we talk about it. We review it. We give our opinions. We poop on it. We rejoice in it. And uh, you get to hear... I apologize and thank you. I I gotta take issue with the word favorite things. Not everything I'm putting at the table is of my favorite stuff. It's of a hey, this is tolerable. I was just trying to get there quickly, <laughs> Sam. Is all that it was. It, 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 I was going more for. Uh, Low quantity over quality. <laughs> so welcome. Check it out. I can operate the podcast mic arm like a robot. Come man's podcast. Oh my god. <laughs> so uh, I don't know about you, Sam, but uh, let's let's. Let's tell them. I think the people want to hear about the fact that the dog's leg exploded earlier. Oh my god! <laughs> so Clarence, our dog, our beautiful baby girl, sweet black Labrador. She's sweet. getting old. She's got problems. How old is she? Would you say? I can never remember. I have no Eight, idea. She's nine? like around ten. Okay, she's an she's old woman. Maybe eleven. She's maybe nine, but she's definitely around ten. So she's been having this fucking bump thing on her front leg she's had some huge not i mean not huge because if it's huge obviously we would like 
<laughs> do big. something about it. It hasn't. It got big in yeah. these last like in <laughs> this last day, uh, but it, I didn't really know what was going on. It was kind of hard. But I mean, it seemed just like a, a tumor sort of thing. But she's covered in tumor. She's a lab. Um, she loves tumors. <laughs> but pretty, I mean, pretty quickly she licked all of the fur off of a spot on her leg, and you could tell that it was a little, uh, you know, that there was a bump there. But <clears throat> all of a sudden tonight, I'm noticing that she's limping, and I keep yelling at her because she's licking it. And it turns out that fucking thing well, yeah. blew up. I walked over there to like make her lay on a blanket where we can watch, where you can watch her. Ugh. And I'm like, hey, there's something on her arm. Is it she bleeding? And then I was like, it looks like ketchup. And you smelled it and you said it wasn't. And I looked at it and I was like, it, it, it's ketchup. <laughs> like it, it's weird how much it looked like ketchup. <laughs> it looked exactly like ketchup. I was like, it doesn't smell like it ketchup. Was, no, it was red and it was like thick. Thick Ugh, like ketchup. It was nasty. It's whatever that <laughs> stuff is that's inside the big, like bump infection mixed or with blood, whatever. But it, it it appears that it had exploded and sprayed all over the floor, and we didn't see that. And then she, <laughs> <clears throat> so that's why she was being so weird about going and laying in her bed. And it's since been doctored up by us, and uh, she's coned. She's coned and she acts like, I mean, they they call it the cone of shame. And I don't know if that's strong enough. It's the cone of utter despair. As soon as that cone got put on this dog, it was like she was dying. It is like you are crushing her. It's like you're putting her in some sort of like food disposal situation or like garbage disposal contraption that squeezes trash just enough to where she's like stuck there and knows and that she's like in trouble for something, which she's not. No, but she feels so just like I am being punished and you are hurting me. And this is just like a whole thing. Like you're traumatizing me is how she acts. And in turn, it makes me feel bad because I know she feels bad and you can't talk to the dog and be like, look, you, I got to put this because I can't tell you to stop looking at thing. And you won't stop looking at the thing. And I understand. And that's why I, I try to give positive reinforcement. And I'm like, I love you. You're a good girl. I gave her a, a dentist stick and she held it in her mouth for like 10 to 15 minutes and wouldn't even eat it. She just laid there with it in her mouth. But I think uh, she, unlike her, <laughs> I think she knew that it, she was going to struggle with being able to eat it yeah, as well. Maybe. Because you had to, like, feed it to her in pieces for her to be able to eat it. You're taking the positive way, right? I'm going the opposite way, and I'm trying to make her feel even worse. I've been kicking her, oh spitting in her face. Gosh. <laughs> I haven't seen any of that. And I usually notice when you put white stuff on her. I've been getting uh, butter knives hot with a lighter and poking her with it. I've just been playing cameo on repeat for her. Wired up. Did they do anything else besides word up? Word up. I the way that you're saying it is very odd. Well, like pronouncing the D extra. Word, word up. Yeah, I've <laughs> never heard that sort of emphasis. Yeah, candy was a big song for them. Do you remember candy? Candy? Are you gonna give us a little taste through the microphone?
a weird spot to come in. Let's go. It's a hit. I've never heard this song. <laughs> That's a shame that you've never heard it. That guy from Cameo can't not Look make that. Well, nice. Right now, wow. Yeah, if you guys uh, are a fan of Tracy Morgan, or I would say comedy at all, um, go back and look, watch the SNL clip. Of Tracy Morgan as the guy from Cameo. I'm the guy from Cameo. Word up. Word up. Gold. <laughs> great. Gold. So, so like you said, we review stuff. And guess whose week it is this week? It's not mine. No. It's not anyone. We don't have a guest. Not no yet. guest. It's me. You're I, the guest. I chose an oddball for, the, for me. Not necessarily, because you've you've gone down the uh, new wave lane before. The new wave lane. New wave lane. I guess I have, but I had like three metal ideas, and I, so I chose this instead because I'm just. No, because you like it. asked me, I think, at the end of the episode, if I'd rather you give me something typical or something more. <laughs> I don't remember. I this. don't remember how you phrased it, but like. <clears throat> like unusual or out of character or whatever. And I was like, give me that. <laughs> <laughs> Please, for fuck's sake, give me that. I l- and that's, you listen to different things. Like, it's interesting <laughs> that you like new wave and stuff. And I, 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 I think that you should try and pull from different places. Uh. Well, this time I did. I have such trouble thinking of anything to give you. So it's like, my brain always... Literally, every single time I have to think of something to give you, my brain goes, Metallica? It's the first fucking thing that pops up in my head every time. And I don't even listen to Metallica. I mean, I like Metallica. shame for me. But it's every fucking time. It's like the first band that pops in my head. It's because you forget that you've given me a Metallica? No, it's because my brain just goes by. It's not only the first band that comes into my mind when I'm choosing, trying to choose something for you. When I'm trying to listen to music by myself, and I go to the little search menu on the app, once again, I go, what do I want to listen to? Metallica? You don't get songs in your head? No. You're not feeling vibes? Not ones I want to listen to. The only songs I get in my head are things like, ooh, baby, ooh, baby, making me crazy. So what you should do is you pull that song up. I don't want to listen to that song. And you start a radio station based on that song. No. And then you jam the day away. I've never once started a radio station. Except for that time back in college in the basement. But I mean an app. You have never pushed start radio. No. You are missing out, brother. How the hell am I missing out? Brother. I know what I want to fucking listen to, and that's no, what I want to listen to. You just said you don't know what to listen to. That's the whole point. I don't want some program they, telling me and giving me ideas that could <laughs> potentially help me in this search for material for this podcast. That's the whole point of what they do is provide suggestions of other things keep, so you can remember what you like. Keep out of my life, Bill Gates. <laughs> 
keep your COVID in your own mansion. Yeah, he has COVID your, in his mansion. Get your 5G out of my toothpaste. So, Sam, it's your week, and we listened to an album this time, and it was your choice on what we did... We did an album. What did we do? We listened to Drums and Wires by XTC. Once again, the only X- album I listened to by this band, which seems to be my character completely. Yeah. Yeah. And what's interesting about this, because it, it is New Wave... But uh, so often you want to just naturally say 80s new wave, but this came out in 79, which is odd. It's this is early on in the new wave uh, spectrum, it seems. I don't understand new wave. Is it is it a very big? It was a new wave of like synthesized music. It went from like music of. You know, of the the singer songwriter era into keyboards really heavily synthesized keyboards and things and they had a new style of dress and it was very like their version of modern yeah i get it but i would it's like talking heads new wave ah, i don't know so i don't i don't, feel I don't like consider be, this i don't i don't think so i don't consider this album new wave because there's nothing like it's not like synth crazy it's all guitars and bass and drums. Uh, well, uh, Google says that Talking Heads are new wave, post-punk, art pop, avant funk, world beat. But the very first thing is it says. <clears throat> well, click on what, click new wave and tell me what the internet's telling you. What the definition of new wave What does is. new wave mean? New wave is a broad music genre that encompasses numerous pop-oriented styles from the late 70s and the 80s. Common characteristics of new wave music include a humorous or quirky pop approach, the use of electronic okay. sounds, and a distinctive visual style featured in music videos and fashion. So yeah, the talking heads. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that all wave. made sense. <laughs> once it's not just like synthesizer music, once you say like, Kitschy, like pop, like odd pop it's kind like of stuff. Early MTV. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like the yeah. style of early MTV is very <laughs> yeah, new wave. Just, yeah, and... just think of the uh, video killed the mm-hmm. radio stop. All right, so yeah, that's what I chose, and I guess we'll talk about it as in we my listen to it. And in my car. We can't rewind. We've gone too far. Oh, uh, uh, oh, oh. What's that? Do you remember that one song? Uh, in cars. Uh huh. You ever heard the Fear Factory version? <laughs> I don't believe so. They got the same guy to do the 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 vocals. Can't remember that guy's name. That did Cars, but they got him to do it. So it's just like, it's just like distorted guitars going. Dun, 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 ticka, ticka, dun. Gary Newman. Yeah, Gary Newman. Is this the actual Gary Newman version? Yes. We all know this song. Fuck yeah, we do. This song, uh, as they say, slaps. Slaps? Is that what kids say? But it says song by Fear Factory, and that's not correct. Fear Factory, Cars, Gary Newman cover. Oh yeah, here you go. It's basically the same, just with a distorted guitar in it. And like more metal y drums. 
Yeah, I could have played this on my phone. It would take him longer. <laughs> See, it's the same. Is it really the same, though? I mean, it's not like they... It's not like a guy going... I expected it to be more like that, or like screaming yeah. or something. I think there was even a music video and it had him in it. But it was a music video sure. that was playing. It was mm-hmm. oh, okay, so I was right. All right, look, you want to get this album started? Drums and wires. I do. All right, I'm let's interested. Do the first song, which is the only single from this album, so we're knocking the single out right off the fucking bat. Get up and go. Here we go. Making plans for Nigel. Hopefully this is turned I up. I remember. Yeah, it's not plugged in, and it's a bitch. Especially a bitch when you don't plug it in. I wasn't supposed to plug it in. I wasn't yelling at you, telling me. Motherfucker! The fucking thing. Right. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Making plans. God damn it! Making plans for Nigel. I'm going to have to edit all that shit. Maybe, I think you should just leave it. All right, here you go. Just making plans for Nigel. You just want me to look like an idiot. No, I don't. I just think it's, it was fun banter. Joyful? So what's your first... I mean, you've heard this song before. I've heard this song from you, and when I hear this song, because you would play this acoustically, at least a, a couple times you did, Yeah. when we would do our acoustic shows... And I remember, because I wouldn't be a part of this, I would sit with the family. I usually do that when it's not my turn to sing. Hey, you, you abandoned me. Well, I don't play instruments, so there, there's <laughs> literally nothing the for me to do. And, like, dance. Be a backup singer. No, I just sit in the front and I clap for you and stuff. But anyway, I just remember your Aunt Pam just being like... I know this song. I love this song. And it was just interesting for her to just be like, I think you surprise her a lot with things that you'll pull out. Just like, I think it surprises a lot of people to hear that you're into this. So yeah, I just, I just, I just think of that surprise that she had and that like, that joyful surprise of like, I can't believe Sam likes this. This is way up my lane. I mean, it's, I, it would definitely be, if I knew me, and I wasn't me, but I knew me, and I knew I listened to this, I'd be like, yeah, it doesn't fit your character. But I think it's weird enough. I don't and think like, this song is weird at all, but I think that this song has an understandable groove to it that makes sense that like a lot of people would like it. It just sounds yeah. like a radio hit that you could like hear on in a bar or something and you'd just be like, okay, whatever. Yeah. I think it's the vocals that make it weird for me. Especially this. Yeah, no. I just, I guess I'm comparing it to the rest of the album because there are songs that get, way that get weirder than that. But I think that this is in a neat package. This is the neat, neatest packaged song on the entire album, in my opinion. The reason it was the single, I guess. Uh-huh. I love that. What hooked me on this song was the drums. The, and it, the hi-hat. Yeah, that is interesting. And you listened to this because you were into Devo, right? I wish I could remember 
I think it was during that time that you kind of branched I out a little I bit. I think I was, but I have a feeling I was listening to a podcast, and they were mentioning bands they... Somebody was talking about bands they liked, and they were probably saying a couple other bands, that I was like, well, I like those bands. And I think they said, oh, yeah, you know, I was like, listen to, this, to, listen to XTC. And I was like, oh, who's this XTC? And I, I think that's how it happened. Especially since you don't listen to like radio stations or anything that would suggest something else based on your listening preferences. No. I want it to be a meaningful life journey listening to a podcast to get to that music. <laughs> I want to get there the hardest way possible. I'll say this. This song has uh, gone down in appreciation for me. I still think it's a really good song, but... It used to be like one of my, maybe even the top song on the South, so a little hint. It no longer it's been, is. It's been usurped. That's the word, right? I don't know. So obviously a British band. <laughs> Just from the way they sing. This album came out in 1979 in August. Virgin Records. 79. This is, it says that this is uh, more poppy than previous stuff they did. <clears throat> I need to check out previous stuff. This is one of those instances where, yes, this is the only album I listen to, but it's not because I checked out other stuff and was uninterested. This is a complete, I just didn't. Well, and I didn't even know that until I just read it. So the fact that they do, especially, again, more throughout the album as it goes on, there definitely is this, like, post-punk influenced i mean you can definitely hear it especially in his vocals i think oh yeah it, it may be primarily in his vocals because the music is pretty new wave through a lot of it i think what makes it they're like his characteristics and his former interests so i wonder if their music before they decided to kick it up this pop notch if it was punk I mean, I assume previous albums would have been more punk. Is that a safe assumption, do you think? I guess. I I still think some of these songs are pr- kind of punk. <clears throat> punk in the way of late 70s, early 80s, not like late 80s, early 90s punk where, you know, skank beats and mohawks and stuff. I mean, like, ironically wearing suits. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> having weird one-sided haircuts but like not (laughs) extreme they're not like dyed orange it's still yeah i don't know it's like when we watched uh return of the living dead right okay remember the one like i don't want to say look like tom cruise but he the only kid that resembled tom cruisey looking guy wore the suit he was the nerd kind of he got eaten no, he didn't get eaten. He made it till the end. But anyway, it's people like that that it's that like I don't know why they call it post punk because that would be after punk, right? I mean, I get it seems like they're considering the height of punk in the seventies. Maybe I don't know, like I, early punk as like the original punk, I guess. and then everything else is just well, almost like they're considering it more of an era yeah. than a style of music. And more so, as we go on the album, there's like reggae influences on this album. And reggae and punk and ska and all that, you know, it was all one world. So Yeah, they're big fans say. of Sting. 
Sting fans? Yeah, Sting is as reggae as it comes. As he comes. <clears throat> you know what? Ugh. I would love to go to the skies right now, and in order to do that, I think I'd have to rent a helicopter. <laughs> I have a feeling that there's going to be one person in particular who's going to be a fan of this episode because of the style of music. Who's that? That's you, Mr. Tom Jeffries. Oh, maybe. I I feel like this will appeal to his, uh, what would you say? I don't want to say sensibilities, but like his musical tastes. It's nerdy. It's nerdy (laughs) and it's still rock music, but it's like goofy and funny. I love this song. It's so happy in the way that I still enjoy. You know that I'm always like, I hate happy things, but I hate like sappy happy and like. You hate real happy. Yeah, I want like like weird happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he has almost like an Andy Kaufman sounding thing in his voice during the choir. Yeah, you're right. Helicopter. He does a lot of weird like. Very Andy Kaufman to me. It's like sloppy. His vocals are sloppy. I can almost hear the saliva in his voice sometimes. Uh. <laughs> See, and I bet bands like Rancid, like Tim Armstrong from Rancid, I bet he fucking loved this band. Like, this stuff that's got like that... It's still got like a reggae sound to it. It's definitely interesting and high energy and I, I like New Wave more than I like... A, a handful of other like quite a handful of other uh, genres and I don't think I realized that until you like I always kind of wrote it off as just being like too goofy and not serious but I also am not a big fan of like super synthesized 80s sounds so I, I've always kind of I mean I like 80, some 80s music but when it comes to stuff like that I've, I've usually kept my distance but I think opening the door, at least with some like Devo and some XTC, I think it's all, uh, even if it's just kind of, you know, going right in the circle just from the outside, you know, like just scratching the surface of this kind of music, I think it's a good intro. Yeah. Even if I don't go much further into new wave music. Yeah. It just gives you such like a nice sound it's almost it's like if we were traveling somewhere and we were going to be driving for hours it would make sense to put this album in the rotation i think because it just has that upbeat feeling and you don't want to listen to a bunch of droney stuff when you're driving for hours and hours so i i was gonna say something like a minute and a half ago but i just let you keep talking i don't remember what the fuck it was well, it's so now I got good nothing. to jot stuff down sometimes. Nah. It's good to interrupt. That's what I learned. I'm just going to interrupt. So I'll lose my train of thought? Yes. Because <laughs> that's usually how that goes. Oh! I was going to say, on your point of steering clear of New Wave for a long time, you're like thinking like, keyboards and stuff just it's like the synthesized yeah, sounds and the goofiness I'm, yeah i'm adding in my own world it's also got to be strange in some way like i i like devo because it's weird i wouldn't like 
some keyboard band if it wasn't like fucking strange. Well, and I think like, I don't like Flock of Seagulls. I don't like a fucking handful of new wave bands. I don't like Duran Duran and stuff. I, I like agree it fucking completely. Strange. So I think that hearing the things that I heard. Uh, even if you would call it, you know, new wave light, it was something that I wasn't interested in. So that's why that stuff like that is what made me. That's kind of what you're introduced to as intru- new wave too uh-huh. when you're young. Oh yeah, like that's the mainstream new wave. Like is the, the top stuff of the I don't really fucking like. Yeah, no, everybody's not listening to Devo. I think they things- might listen to Whip It. Oh yeah, because people are just always to, like, yeah, Whip It. They're that's not new listening wave. to like the fucking. Are we not men? They're not listening to that shit. Well, we did review a Devo album. If you do want to go back and listen, that definitely go, go, did go. happen. But uh, I really like that song. That a little digital effect at the end, where you can tell it's like some just old oscillator, where it's like it's just some guy turning a dial. It definitely. I mean, I'll go ahead and say I do enjoy the album. Like I said, I enjoy the. Thought you would. I enjoy the energy of it. For sure. And it, I like that it is in the same vein as Devo. That it's like lighthearted and it's fun and it's goofy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get serious. Nope. Sometimes you don't want serious. Sometimes no. you're not looking for anything other than I need something that's like fun and uplifting that I can put on in the background. Because a lot of times people don't just sit and listen to music. They put music on while they're doing something else. Uh-huh. So you want something to like energize you and keep you focused and motivated. And I for think sure. that something like this would be good for that. For That's my long winded response. Sure. For sure. <laughs> I mean, I could not talk for the rest oh, of the podcast. Oh, thank God. <laughs> that means you're on your own, motherfucker. Anyway, welcome to the Sam show. I was going to say something else about that song, but I don't remember. Uh, anyway. Let's move on. We got a few to get through, so I'm going to try and plow through these. Day in, day out. I wanted to say this first. This album, they got rid of a keyboardist right before this, and they got a new guitarist. So before this album, it was just one guitar player, the guy that sings. Then they got a new guitar player, and he's fucking awesome. I can't remember his name right now. I'll look it up in a second. But he's the shit. He's got the coolest lines in this whole fucking album. The guitar work on this album is great. I think that's another reason why I might not like the earlier stuff because this guy is not on it. So that's why I like this stuff. But day in, day out. Even this. It sounds like a phone ringtone. It does. (laughs) Like a pre-programmed. Not anymore. Now it sounds like a Weezer song. Actually not Weezer because I've done this the entire time. Getting born in the state of Mississippi. Papa was a copper and the mama was a hippie. <laughs> Back to the Keeds. Oh, yeah. I love that bass line. The song is nothing like anything that I've <laughs> prepped it with, though. This song is its own fucking thing, that's for I, sure. I, it's so smooth. I don't know why I think this song is so fucking smooth. Oh, this guitar line right here is awesome. Listen. The only thing that's smooth, or the, I'm sorry, the only thing that's not smooth are the vocals. And it's the main yeah, vocals. Even, yeah. even the backing vocals are smooth. <laughs> you're right, you're right. <laughs> main but vocals yeah, are not. That's probably why I like it. You know how I like it. 
I'm putting a, yeah, I'm putting an accent. That's he's got there. that real British accent on it still. Not really. Sometimes he's like, yeah, it is. It's interesting, though. Oh, I, I love this. It's what makes the song stand out over a song that would normally just be droning. It's hard time. Oh, he's playing so fast and so clean. That's the cool... As I'm getting older... Like I remember being a teenager. Oh, this solo, I guess you want to call it? Where it's like out of tune, but it's somehow still in the realm. Love it. It's weird. And I fucking love it. It's, it's like <laughs> something that you would hear someone play in like a junkie bar. Yeah. Just slightly off tune. And then back into that smooth. Anyway, what was I going to say? As I'm getting older, like I remember being a teenager thinking... Well, is the guitar style? Is the guitar? I never appreciated like a clean guitar player. It had to be like distorted and shredded. And as I'm getting older, I'm still impressed with that. If you can do that, it's fucking great. But being able to do that clean stuff and make it interesting and weird still, and not mm-hmm. like happy crappy, happy but still like weird and interesting. I don't know. There's a real fine line. On- I think between being interesting and being bad. Yeah. Where some people think that like they just take it too far and then it's just not good anymore. So you still have to straddle that line of I don't know, conformity, I suppose. And then he's just doing that own little his own timing. Stay within the lines. One, two, three, four, five. Or at least how they set themselves back in, like after that solo where it was you know, out of tune, and it wasn't off time, but it was out of tune, and it was different, and then it yeah. was brought back down to cleanliness. Very cleanly, too. Like, yeah, it's like, we'll let you play in the dirt, but uh, <laughs> you're going to clean up because we have somewhere to go in a half an hour. Okay, let's see. What's next? How many songs we got here? There's 12? 12 songs. Okay, so, so we'll we do have... two, three more. We'll take ourselves a break. I don't even know why I brought up a break when we have three more songs to go. Uh, because uh, we just need to get through the Pro- episode in a good amount of time. Just doing production in my head, man. Uh, Keep it inside. Moving on. This next one's uh, When You're Near Me, I Have Difficulty. Straight up fucking ska song for part of it. And some of the goofiest vocals on this album are coming your way. Let's right, hear it. Right now. This is a song I'm surprised I enjoy. Really? I'm not surprised you like it. I think because it's so happy still, but it's in, in my world of happy that I, I don't know how to explain it. It's so strange. I think it's because it's strange. I think that it, it, it falls into the category of strange so much that it makes sense to me. Here we go. Yeah, that's a little rough. It's great. It's like a comedian doing that joke, like, but obviously overemphasizing the accents. (laughs) Masturbating, 
nonsense. You can still rub it even if it's laying there shaking. <laughs> I just laughed like a fucking goose. Ha 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 ha. Ha ha ha. So I know nothing about the band XTC besides the guitar player thing. Do you think it has something to do with ecstasy? I would assume so. <laughs> asking. Oh, I thought you were making a joke. No. I don't think it has anything to do with the drug ecstasy. I think it just has to do with taking the word ecstasy as a, you know, divine pleasure, and then just making it three letters ecstasy. The man I spent and I spent town. Oh, yeah. It's ecstasy, but not the drug. I figured. What I called, man. I did watch some live videos after this album came out. And they were pretty good live, too. After this album came out? You were born after this album came out. So everything you've done has been after this album has come out. In support of this album, when they went out, there's videos from it. It looks here that... Jesus fucking Christ. XTC. You get more... What's that word? <laughs> Go ahead. What? Honey? If you're going to say something Sweetie to pie? attack me, make sure you have something to say. Anyway, that looks like the band. Pedantic. That's the word I was looking for. Formerly, previously considered the name the Dukes of Stratosphere. What? But they thought it was too flowery and psychedelic sounding. Yeah, and then eventually I would just the, think of the Dukes of Hazard. The Dukes of Stratosphere. So, like... A duke is... This is so new wave right here. Yeah. But I like it because it's fucking with times. He's just sticking with his. What is that? It's in 5-4 again. They ended the last song with somebody doing 5-4. Mm-hmm. They love that 5-4. It fucks with your head, but it still kind of works. I wonder if 5-4 was a big new wave staple. Let's see. Uh, luckily, I can Google things since I'm not dealing with music. So I'm not sure it was a big staple, but I do know that's what the Halloween theme is in, <laughs> which is why it's a, a little off-putting. Do, 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 do. It's fun to count that. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> you counted it all. One, two, three, four, five. No, it doesn't look like that's true. I didn't think it was going to come up. 5-4 is a main staple of new wave music. It was 5-4 time a new wave staple. That's what I googled. What does it say about 5-4 time? It's a staple of what? The The first thing that comes up is the 17 best songs in 7-4 time signature. Oh, what's the first <laughs> song? Oh, that's not even the right time signature. I know, so I but I like 7-4. Uh, King Crimson. Is the first one mentioned. Frank, Zapp- oh. Frank Zappa, Flower Punk. Oh, yeah. These fucking people. They love 7-4. Alice in Chains, Them Bones. Yeah. Possum Kingdom by the Toadies. Do you want to die? Oh, I didn't know that was in 7-4. That's what it says. Money by Pink Floyd. That makes sense. Money in uh, seven four. Tom Sawyer by Rush. No, no. If you go and watch the couple of critics, 
Rush Tom Sawyer drum playthrough, you'll see that it is obviously in 4 4. Oh, God. The entire way through. Paranoid Android by Radiohead, which you know nothing about. Fuck Radiohead. What if it turns out I kind of like Radiohead? (laughs) uh, Spoon Man by Soundgarden. Uh, Salisbury Hill by Peter Gabriel. I didn't know if you'd know that because I know how big of a fan you are of. Is that that song that goes like this? I found my thrill. No. Oh, Salisbury Hill. God, you're ridiculous. Outshined by Soundgarden. I'm going through this list. Outshine, outshine. A song by Nine Inch Nails, so that doesn't mean anything to us. Come on, it's called A Song? No, March of the Pigs by Nine Inch Nails. Oh, yeah, March of the Pigs. You know that song. No, I don't. It goes like this. That's why I didn't mention it. Oink, 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 oink. That was 7-4. Uh, the Ocean by Led Zeppelin. Jocko Homo by Devo. We have two more. Ah, fantastic. Two more? Two more. Heart of Glass by Blonde. That's it, 7 4. <laughs> okay, who's the last song by? The Beatles. Okay. Is it The Walrus? No. Is it. You want me to give you some music from the beginning? Sure. Dun 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 Oh We all live on a yellow submarine Yellow submarine Yellow submarine Hey Jude Don't make it bad. Just beat it, beat it, beat it, beat it, beat it, beat it. Then I walk around and sidewalks light up. And look over there, there's a girl in the building. It's Billie Jean. It's Billie Jean. Just Billie Jean. It's Billie Jean. Who? Michael. That's, a, that's the kids in the Michael Jackson video game when he finds them and they go, Michael! And then they run away. <laughs> I had a good time that whole time. I'm sure you did. <laughs> Do you have any idea what that song even is? What are we talking about? <laughs> the Beatles song that I was singing for you for you I to guess. I sang the whole fucking thing just before. Yeah, I know what it is. Ah, ah. Uh... Oh fuck! What is? Uh, there's nothing you can, can ah. There's nothing you can do that can't be done. There's nothing you can say that can't be done. It's easy. All you need is love. You are fucking dumb. How can you be a musician if you don't know this fucking song? You are pathetic, Sam. Go suck a dick. Will you play the next song? Yeah, I will. I'm feeling 10 feet tall. I don't know how. Oh, it, I did all that for comedic effect. I'm a goddamn No, it's because musician. you're such an egomaniacal fool that nothing can knock you down. Look, first of all, I'm an egomaniacal fool, and that means I'm maniacal about egos. So well, let go of it. Seeing as how you don't eat frozen waffles, I'm going to con- assume that you're just an Ego Nuodum fan. I like this music. The song has been, the song is easy to get stuck in your head. Oh, yeah. This is like the smoothest sung one, too. 
One of them. It took me a little while to realize what. I listened to it the whole first time and had no clue what he was saying. And then I looked at the song title and I was like, oh, that's pretty obvious. But <laughs> if if you don't know the song title, he, he, it's not very easy to understand what he's saying. And it's not. He's saying, I feel like I'm walking around uh 10 feet tall. He's not saying No, at. he's saying a uh, 10 uh, feet tall. A <laughs> 10 uh? Yeah, he's saying a uh, 10 uh. <laughs> he's just know. putting a uh, in between everything. <laughs> I feel like I'm walking around a 10 feet tall. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Uh... Oh, I love this shit. I feel like that is the universal sound of what we think a child molester sounds like when he speaks. A British accent? I think it's more like... I think I feel unsafe when I listen to the song at the same time, though. Is it like this voice? Maybe. It's like, <laughs> it's like I gave you drugs hey there. Hey there, and my, my my voice sounds like it's fading in and out because you are fading in and out. Good night. Forever. You'll never wake up. Your family will find you about seven weeks later with your body cut up in a ditch and some in a field. I watch a lot of true crime stuff. Yes, you do. I watch a lot of stuff about murder and death. And kill. Murder, death, kill. I gotta say this about this song. things about a murder, death, kill. What? I get tired of it by now. By about two minutes to 20 seconds. I'm good. It's, it's, it's just not uh, interesting enough for me to. It's just so engage. repetitive. It is very repetitive. It's like they, it's like they had an idea but they didn't know how to end the song. It almost seemed I don't want to say a filler song, but just like a quick song to, you know, fill up the album. I think they call those filler <laughs> songs. Oh my mistake. <laughs> Indeed. <clears throat> yeah, that's a. I like parts of that song a lot, but as a whole, it just... It's lackluster. It's a very good way to put it. And it's it. weird. I feel like I walk around a ten of it all. I feel like I walk around a ten of it all. <laughs> okay, we got one more, and we're just going to take it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish people could see. You just had your hand on your hip, and you were do dancing. You, do you need to take a video of me doing it? I'll do <laughs> it again like... if you need me to. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's one of those you have to be here you moments. Have to be there. Sorry, pup people. Why are you acting like you're intoxicated all of a sudden? I've been taking drinks of your whiskey. There's no whiskey. I finished it last night, so I don't know what you've been drinking. Oh. Have you been sucking the liquid out of Clarence's look? <laughs> oh, fuck. That would be so gross. Oh. I bet it would get you fucked up. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this stuff smelled so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I did fucking swipe it on my finger and smell it because I thought I was like, that looks like ketchup. Ketchup. <laughs> oh, I feel like I'm walking around like walk with things bursting out. And it's weird because you didn't even have ketchup. So I don't know why I was like, oh, it's just ketchup. I mean, you had ketchup earlier today, but you didn't have ketchup for dinner. That would have no, been weird. I didn't. You're right. 
It was her own special brand of ketchup. It was literally splattered around the floor. I didn't see the floor. Like, I don't know how bad it was. I just remember. I, I mean, I had to push the couch back. So I did it look like a, it exploded or did it, it looked like it just dripped? It only looked like it sprayed. Really? Uh-huh. I don't know if wow. it was like when she got up that like pre- like pressure pushed on it and it just broke open. Oh, God. Yeah, that it was just girl. like the length, more than the length of the couch, of the tan, like the light couch. And then Ugh. some in front of where you were because she was like in front of you as well. Nasty. Yeah. Okay, well, we got one more song. We're going to take a break. (laughs) (laughs) Rhodes Girdle the Globe. Very interesting song title. It makes me feel like I'm in New York for a second right here. Walking around in New York City. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, walking around in New York City. Oh, then it gets real. Like this is strange to me. Dun 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 dun. It's all that experimental music, Sam. It's not too weird, though. It's not like Frank Zappa weird. Frank Zappa can lose people a lot because oh, yeah, he easy. just takes it too far. But this is still like. This is like easy listening, experimental weirdness. Frank made music to be like to really draw as like a, a line. Text. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of arrogant, but I get it. I think this has a heavy, heavier like punk influence, but based on his vocals, this sounds like the Clash. Yeah. I feel like I have the music itself isn't I mean it sounds like the clash I agree with that but yeah the music itself I don't think matches his vocals super well no this song sounds like it was a jam to me that they're like well it's too good to not use and then it was like hard to write lyrics to that sounded actually like good so then he was like I'm just gonna fucking like, Take a dump right here on I, this. I'm just gonna like. If these aren't gonna sheets. be good, then I'm gonna make it like over the top. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't want to say like bad, but I mean bad is the word. But like, I know what you mean. Extra uh, annoying or extra like. Can't find arrogance. So arrogance. Say, it's got an yeah, arrogance I think to it's it. arrogance. Yeah. It's almost an on purpose arrogance. That I don't think he necessarily has or believes. It was just like a... I don't know how to write lyrics to this fucking thing. So I'm just going to... Uh, so he slipped back into his... Uh, more his, his, his punk... Uh, yeah, yeah. If we're going to make noise, I'm going to make noise. <laughs> I feel like if I were to try to accurately sing this song, I would end up gagging myself into <laughs> regurgitation. Middle of the word, you just puke all over the place. Yeah, I feel like even just doing what little I've done has been unsettling for my stomach. Still Indiana. Still Indiana. We're still in Indiana. We're still in Indiana. Please send us money so we can move from Indiana. 
that or we should maybe spend our money differently than we do. I'm doing better, actually. Which is not good enough. <laughs> Roads Girdle the Globe. I don't know the lyrics to this song. I have no idea what it's about. A girdle, is it like, you know, like a woman's girdle? Yes. I would so assume like, that it's like holding everything in. So is it like him talking about man taking over nature? It's like man is the roads or the girdle of the fucking globe. I would say that he is saying that we need all of the possible roads so we can keep everything safe and strapped down. Let's get the shit girdled in, fellas. That unless we are in massive industrial production mode, we're not safe. So we need here, as, here, American dream. We need as many roads as possible to keep us safe. Like the late great guy I can't remember the name of. Happens a lot. From Grind Line Parks. Fuck what's his name? Anyway, pave the world, baby. Pave the world. This is the type of song that it would make me think if I smoke cigarettes. I would go and take a smoke break during this song. This is the smoke break song? Uh-huh. I can see that. It, it kind of loses my attention. It's an interesting song, but it's not like... I'm not loving it, you know? It has that drag-on appeal that just kind of makes you want to go to the next song. And yeah. just not... Like, okay, I'm over this. I don't like... I, I guess I just don't like the... Uh, I don't like the aura, man. Like I don't like. It's like a the, chant song too. It's a weird vibe that kind of brings me down. It's like a group chant song, so it adds this. I don't know, like ominous, bring you down vibe to it. I mean, I know I'm not saying it's not energetic because I did say earlier that I think the album itself is pretty energetic, but it's just like it's a lower energy than a lot of the rest of it. So it kind of brings me down to a place that. I think it's kind of weird to mix in because I personally like the uh, the more higher energy, energy. Yeah, me too. Me too. XTC songs. I like the like ska upbeat uh-huh. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so it's break time. It is. We'll come back. Uh-huh. We'll keep talking XTC. We're gonna take some XTC. <laughs> no, we're not, because it's late and we gotta work in the morning. And we don't have any. You've never done XTC, have you? No, have you? Once. Oh. It was okay. Okay. If you were rushed, I'm really like, I gotta get something done. I think that's how I feel on a lot of drugs, because that's how I feel in general. That's why I don't usually like speedy drugs. I mean, I've said that I I'm okay with cocaine, but I don't think cocaine. Like, I feel like it's it's more short lived, and it's not as extreme. If, but I've never I've also never gone crazy with it. I feel like everything else that's just like. It just scares me. A lot of other <laughs> things just scare me, especially because they're just like mixes of other things. Yeah, baby, mix it up. Ugh. All right, break time. We'll be back. Uh, th- thanks for listening. I don't know if that applies right here, but I'm going to say it anyway. Do drugs. <laughs> we'll There's back. a reason why people do them. It's because they are enjoyable.
cook. Oh wow. I wonder, how much of that is, I wonder how much of it is his real, his real voice. It's not the band at all. It's a cover by some guy named Jack Simons that I just think sounds so funny. So it is completely <laughs> fake. Never mind. Yeah. Welcome back to the podcast. I just think that guy sounds funny. But, but I will give you a real taste right now. This is fast. I'm just imagining you showing me the helicopter the whole time during this song. 79. They look so normal. Yeah, yeah they're just clean-cut boys. I have a feeling, though, that they're nuts. I'm just saying that they're not... Dressed like crazy new wave nope. styles with, you know, big odd suits and things. They look more like they're from the 60s. This guy's suit is like multi-striped and the other guy is just wearing like a tan suit. They just look like basic working men. Tan Sierra. Okay. <laughs> What's that from? <clears throat> I'm assuming it's a color that you deal with at work. So Fargo. It's from Fargo. Tan Sierra. Tan Sierra. My car. My car. <laughs> I don't remember that. I've only seen the movie all the way through once. I think me too. I just remember the my car. My car. Hmm, I don't remember that. <laughs> I don't know why it's in my head so well, but it is. Is it, what's her name? Yeah. The glorious lady who I can't think of her yeah, name. Who the fuck is Frances her name? Frances McDormand. Yeah, she's amazing. She's wonderful in yeah. everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, she's great in everything, and she's great in that movie. <clears throat> There's like scenes where they're just like sitting around in the house and the house looks so like sometimes there's movies where they show like certain parts of the house and you're like, oh, I've been in a house exactly like that. Like I've seen those cupboards. I know those bowls like and that in Fargo that does that to me where you can just like look and be like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. And then Tan Sierra, my car, my car. <laughs> I don't remember I don't remember that at all Alright let's get back into the album Let's do it Drums and Wires by XTC Yes how was that XTC by the way Oh dude it already wore off It sucked I think it might have just been salt Okay This song's called Real by Real This is a song about Uh you being filmed at all times. Love this fucking jam right here. Yeah, they bring the energy back up around here. Is that ska sound again? Definitely more ska in this, I would say. If I saw this band, I would instantly be like, oh, dancing. All right, here we go. My butt just started moving. I don't know what to do. It's so, so like groovalicious. I don't know how to explain it. It's the widest thing I've ever heard, but it's got so much groove in it. 
got a nice ska reggae feel. It's so fucking new wave, though. Is it? Yeah. I feel like this song encompasses the new wave style so well. I don't think that in it. I'm not saying anything negative about it. Not really. You listen to two albums. That's it. There's not a third new wave album I listen to. Ask yourself that. I just did. Well, stop looking at me and asking questions if they're not for me. Hey, Michelle, do I listen to a third new wave album? I'm assuming it's not a thing that you do. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes I hear Tim Armstrong. Like, you feel like they've definitely had some influence out there? I mean, I know... I'm not saying they took that influence of ska from XTC into it, into like specifically, but they definitely like Operation Ivy definitely had the way more ska sound to it like this. And sometimes he does that they like have thicker punk too. Yeah, and sometimes he does that like mumble, and that's like the Tim Armstrong, and sometimes the Billy Joe. <laughs> I bet both of those fucking guys loved it. I bet they like this album. And that guitar work is awesome. That's the thing I had never heard of them until you though. But it makes sense. Like they're they're good. It looks like they formed in 72. This came out in 79, right? Yeah, this was their third album. So it makes sense. Uh. Okay. It looks like they broke up in the early 90s. 13 years after this, they broke up. Those poor sons of bitches. I think that kind of makes sense, though. I feel like you can only do some things like this when you're young and angsty for so long. And then you just kind of like... I mean, I know people don't like it. They want you to do the same thing forever. But I think it also makes sense to like maybe put things to bed after a while and go in different directions. Like, I don't think it's anything bad about that, but you can only fucking squeeze you know, so, so much hard. out of it until there's no more juice to run down your leg. And I bet eventually the sales for XTC tickets weren't so high. Once, like, grunge really takes over, mm-hmm. it's just like, come on, dude, you're too clean. You're wearing a suit. Get out of here, old man. Get a flannel or die, bro. Get a flannel or die. I don't think that that's how grunge people... I think that's exactly how it worked, and you should know Al Borland, huge hit at fucking Nirvana shows. He'd walk in and people would be like, Al fucking Borland! Woo! I just assumed that he was a sex symbol during the grunge era. Al Borland, oh yeah. Al Borland's a sex symbol in any era. 
You take him back in time. You take him into the future. I agree. I just I feel like Al Borland would have been specifically uh, sexualized and just like felt like he was in his sexual prime Jeez. during the grunge era. Do you think Al Borland was good at fucking? <laughs> not Richard yeah. Karn. Yes, of we're course. not talking Richard no, Karn. We're talking specific we're talking Al, Al Borland. Borland cares about Alfred Borland. His woman happy and pleased. Al Borland did not stop I, until she shook she, from her knees. I, I, I'm gonna have to agree with you. He did everything else to the T. He didn't. He didn't skip on anything. He never took the shortcut. He measured twice and cut once. No, he went straight to the CLIT. <laughs> Did, did Al Borland have a middle name? <laughs> I don't. I don't it was his full name, Alfred Borland. I don't know if it was Alfred. That doesn't seem and appropriate. And furthermore, is Wes Borland related to Al Borland? Who Travis. is Borland? Huh? Who's Wes Borland? Wes Borland, the guitar player from Limp Biscuit. Wes Scantlin or Scant? Wes no, Scantlin for Puddle of Mud. Was he Wes Borland? Wes Borland, the guitar player from Puddle of Mud. And the creator no. ah! of the band Big Stupid Face, I think. Or Big Stupid Head, I can't remember. Too many names are flying around that I'm getting confused. All right, I'm looking at the Al Borland wiki. And his name is Albert E. Borland. Now, I don't know what that E like stands Alfred for. Like Alfred E. Newman? I guess so. What the hell does E stand for? Oh, we need to figure out what what the E stands for. What does the E stand for? <laughs> in sorry, everyone. Alf. I'm not sorry at all. This is important stuff. Alfred E. Borland. It wanted me to know in... Alfred E. Newman. Jesus Christ. I don't know people. It just wants me to go to the the case of Lotus versus Borland. And That's I'm why not I think we that. should vote. I think we should ask people what they think it is. Is it like, is it... Evelyn? Is it Al Elliot Borland? Well, it's Alfred. So we got to think is, what Alfred... It is Alfred? It's what the wiki said. We've got Alfred and we've got Borland and we've got an E. Alfred E. Borland. And not so we need to figure out what the E is. Edgar. Alfred Edgar Borland? Sounds okay. Alf Edward. Edward sounds okay. Eugene. Eugene, that's a great one. Alfred Eugene Borland? I think I'm a fan Ooh, of Eugene. I like Alfred Eugene Borland. I, I haven't thought of one E name yet that wasn't Evelyn. Evan? Evan, Alfred, Evan. No, it's horrible. No, it's terrible. That's horrible. Um, Alfred Einstein Borland. <laughs> He's an Einstein when it comes to that CLIT, obviously. <laughs> Tell me about it. Let's just ask All right, the so grunge ladies. Our, are, the we doing, are we doing a call of action on this? Is this what you're saying? I think that that's a fair thing. Okay. Are, are people putting in their votes? I mean, I I think I would I will take Just suggestions, names. yeah, and then put like a list, and then have people, yeah, I think I can do that. So so far, I'm putting in Ed Edward Edgar, 
and Eugene. Eugene. Ooh, but oh, Eugene. Alfred Eugene Borland. Will you please put in Evelyn for me? <clears throat> I don't like that, but yes. Alfred Evelyn Borland. And then, Travis, this is a specific call to action to you. Please explain the relationship of Wes Borland to Alfred Evelyn Borland. Because <laughs> I've got to know. Evelyn is a disgrace. Or Eugene. Or, or Edgar. Eugene. Or Esther. Or You keep giving feminine names. I, know, I, I can't think of any E names that are What about gentlemen. Edith, Sam? Is that a manly I name? I love, yeah. Alfred Edith. <laughs> <sighs> but that's the call to action. Love it. Alfred Eugenics Borland. <laughs> <laughs> that hit hard. <laughs> yeah, real hard. <laughs> you guys know what that is? Alfred Everclear Borland. <sighs> Alfred Evanescence Borland. I, you know what? Just for shites and giggles. Yeah. E names for boys. Just, no, this is cheating. No, I'm, I'm just going to see what some uh, examples are so far. Everything that I'm seeing that just popped up on Google, they're all like he- Hebrew names. They're like biblical names, like Ezekiel, ah, Emmanuel. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <What was> that? <laughs> Sorry, that was a very genuine reaction. He went to the floor. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a very genuine. Are you okay? It was just my very genuine reaction because, like I said, it's like Ephraim, Ezekiel, Emmanuel, Ezra, and then it's a picture of Jason Lee and it says Earl. And that was, I'm like, all these biblical things, and then Jason Lee from My Name is Earl. (laughs) So, Alfred Earl Borland. No, Alfred Eli, Alfred Ezra. Holy shit, that noise you made was <laughs> astounding. It was just me. I gotta go back and find that. It was a breathing <laughs> reaction. Whew. Okay, so let's get back into this album. Okay, yeah, sorry. We got on a fucking Borland tangent, didn't we? I mean, I think it's well-deserved. I remember this classic joke on there, one Christmas episode, or it was like a winter episode. Oh, I know, the yeah. church. Uh-huh, like boys. He, He's like, you know what I like about church the most, boys? No owl, no owl, or something like that. I think I butchered the joke, but I remember it was no owl. Yeah, it was definitely not that joke. But then the boys came out to sing Noel, and then they, uh, like, the youngest boy was in a church choir, but they had, like, letters on their shirt, but they were, they lined up as Leon. <laughs> Leon! Classic. I genuinely laughed at that. <laughs> I laughed all of the time at Home Improvement. I loved that show when I was a kid. Fuck. Alright. We, we, we need a Wings podcast. Fuck Wings podcast. We need a, home Improvement, baby. I'm, I, that's, I'm naming all What would we call the Home the Improvement podcast? The, uh, we'll call it the um, Family Matters podcast. <laughs> and that's about Home Improvement? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's the family's one, family matters podcast where we discuss Al Borland as if we didn't discuss Al Borland enough already. God damn, let's move on. Millions. This is what it's called. Millions. And it's kind of a snooze now, if you ask me. Let's bring it down from that energetic Al Borland conversation 
to millions. Yes, millions. No, I do love that guitar work. I do like this. Didn't this show up already, or am I just thinking about this song? There's something familiar to it when I hear it that I don't know if it's just because it's this song or if there was, like, at the end of a different song, they did that at some point. That guy just likes to do a lot of that jangly kind of stuff. Okay. It's kind of that same pattern. It definitely has a familiarity when I hear it. And I don't know if it's because I've listened to this album multiple times, <clears throat> but every time I've heard it, I feel like I've heard it before. That one, that one hangs. Look, I'm a clown. Sam has a microphone sponge on his nose. And it's orange like my pubes. <laughs> yes. He fucking butchers this one, too. It's like not... It's a weird voice. It's not like entirely off-key. It's just so aggressive the way he sings. It's like right on the edge of the note. And the music is, has like a, almost like a creepy, like a spookiness to it. Yeah, it definitely does. They definitely brought it down to like a. And I mean, like yeah, like the the moody like sound, man. Like the moody bassy sound, but I also mean, <clears throat> excuse me, I also mean like the weird guitar things have like a spookiness to it as well that come in. So there's a little like in that background or whatever. Yeah, it all just, it's all in its own, its own version of spooky into one spooky package. I do like it, I just, song, it's, the song's not one it's of my favorites. spooky, it's just a moody song. Look, doesn't this microphone sponge look like a prolapsed butthole? I would say it looks a lot closer to an uncircumcised penis head. Yeah, that too. But look at, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> You don't have to demonstrate for me how you lick dick. I don't need to know that. I don't have to. It's, it's a want. I'm telling you that I don't want you to demonstrate how oh! you lick dick. Oh! I mean, would be upset if I skipped the rest of the song? <laughs> you can, um... I'm doing it. I'm making a producer's call. It's basically this the whole time. How much is left on the song? Fucking two and a half minutes. How much have we listened to? Two and a half minutes. So you're really done with it. Yeah, kind of. Okay, that's fair. If, you, if you're now done. Now I'm wondering if I'm going to miss something. Million. I don't know if you noticed, but it's still playing. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> noticed. I guess I, I can't really tell what direction the song is trying to go in either. It just feels like it's kind of all over the place. It's not much of one. It's just like a spacey jam time. I think that's kind of what I mean. Like it, it kind of like it, like it try to ramp you up to take you somewhere, but you never actually go anywhere. Uh, yep, yeah, we're oh, we're going somewhere. All right, out of that song. Bam, made the producers call. We're moving on. That's fine. I'm fine that with that. That doesn't necessarily mean that that's my least favorite song. So you know, it's okay. 
but we're moving on. I'm going to go on to This Is The Way. I don't remember what this sounds like, but hopefully, goddamn, we'll get out of Snoozeville. It sounds like a winter, brother. Just kidding. A winter, brother? <laughs> just kidding. Like a winter's brother. You I can just tell think if the... someone's pale from the way they talk? <laughs> no, I just think that the music sounds more rock and roll. It almost sounds like a more basic rock and roll sound to it. Until this picked up, like just the beginning of it. It was like a basic rock and roll sound, and then it was like, we're bringing it to the now. Yeah, this is total new wave to me here. Mm-hmm. That part is. Taking you yeah. This song isn't as like strange to me. This seems more like I get almost like a Zappa forward. feeling with it, though sometimes with those like I can see that. I can't remember. I can't place the song right now, but there's an actual Frank Zappa song that it reminds me of. I don't know. I'm not gonna think of it. Yeah. I don't dislike this song. No, I like this song. I, I don't know if I can go as far as saying I like it, but I, I don't dislike it. It's not unpleasant. The only I, I mean, part I that like rubs, this part. This actually. is the part that rubs me the worst. Really? <laughs> yeah. I guess because this like picks it up. I think I just liked the change. This sound it has such a Zampa feel to yeah, me. I like this part a lot. Yeah, I think I just like that that it goes back and forth and picks you back up and isn't just only this. Listen to that trombone go. I love a good trombone solo. <laughs> On that trombone go. Oh, sorry, clarinet. Sorry, my mistake again. Let's do that triangle go. How amazing would it be to have a fucking horn section in the band? We talked about that on this podcast, right? Yeah, it'd be wonderful ah, for Jesus. the type of music that I especially enjoy. <laughs> I listen imagine to a lot a, of music with horns. Imagine having to manage that, though. Like, it'd be great to have. It would suck to have to deal with. It would suck to have to deal with if you're not dealing with people who are, like, serious and dedicated. Stuff like that would are total shit shows if everyone isn't, like, at least somewhat equally driven. And good. Mm-hmm. This part sounds like a New York noir. Like, I gotta go solve a crime, honey. Yeah, she a- walked in with cams as long as the roads... I couldn't resist. I said I'd work the case. But of course, I first had to work those gams. She came in with gams as long as the roads. <laughs> what you said. The roads are long, you see. They got lines down the center of them, much like she did on those gams. Those Fly ball to center field. Why are you rubbing your dick right now? Why I'm are you talking about gams. Clearly, you're having... <laughs> Like you're digging. Because the top of my pubes itch, and in order to get to the top of my pubes, I really have to dig. I I don't understand, because it's the top of your pubes. It's the pants. Oh. That is the way that it goes. The way that it gams. Uh, Fly ball to center field. We got Chester Menendez coming up next. He's got a good hit there. 
Speaking of good hits, I see a girl out in the crowd with some good yams. What does that have to do with hits? I meant gams. She has good gams. <laughs> Maybe she makes good yams. I got there because I thought when I said good gams, I sounded like a baseball announcer. No, I think it makes sense. And then I actually You just didn't say yams. anything correctly. Correctly. Look at that girl out in the audience. Looks like she's got some good sweet potatoes. Delicious. Would I like a sweet potato? You've potato? asked me this. Sorry, I meant potato. <clears throat> My guess is a no. My guess is a no, too. It's it's a mix of sweet and savory that I think you wouldn't enjoy. Gotcha. Now, would I enjoy a yam? You don't really seem like you enjoy a Earth? mix of sweet and savory. <clears throat> What would be sweet and savory? I, mean, I don't know what savory means. You don't mean I. You don't like like uh, like glazed carrots, or Ew, no, like, fuck no. Like, uh, you're not a big fan of like honey glazed ham. No, like you would rather it just Keep be like a roasted ham. Give me that ham, girl. <clears throat> yeah. Give me that ham. You you just don't like like if I were to. I've never been able to make pork chops with, like, apples. No, gross. Mm-hmm. So I guess I don't like savory and sweet. No, you don't. And I enjoy it. Gotcha. That is the Wait a minute. I, I, made, I made pork chops at one time with that apple juice stuff. Yeah, but you would just make, like... Just like a glaze? Like a thin glaze. Use an apple glaze. Yeah, you would do that, but it didn't last very long. Because you gotta buy so much of the shit. It's not it's necessarily true. It's wasteful. Remember, I bought those little yeah, bottles of apple juice, so it's I possible. I froze them, and then they busted open. <laughs> that didn't happen. They just got old, and I threw them out eventually. No, I threw three away that busted open. <laughs> okay. Let's move on. Please. Oh, shit, I'm in charge of the music. This conversation right. is not desirable. Outside World, that's the name of the song. Move on. This is like a country new wave I think it's like Hoedown. a beach. Like this is a surfer tune. Got my surfboard, surfboard, go to the waves now. She can't hear what's going on. It's like reminds me of like the Aquabats or something. Even though it doesn't sound like the Aquabats, it's just that same energy. It's like fun, right? Fun. It's fun, right? To fun, me, guys. it sounds so much like many of these songs. I like like the sound influenced many bands, I suppose. Yeah, it's probably. Oh, I like this part. That guitar work is fucking amazing. It's like this guy puts the hardest guitar stuff in, and it's so quiet. It's like almost in the background, but if you listen for it, it's like... You're like, Jesus Christ, he's flying. But the bass is like mixed, one of the highest things. Mm-hmm. Listen. Hear that motherfucker yeah. going? It's intense. That's what makes it sound surfery. Going crazy. It's like wipeout. With Derek Dudley playing the snare drum? Sure. I didn't know that was a thing. 
one of those uh, groovy, energetic tunes. Oh, you know what this music also reminds me of and puts me in the kind of the same world as? Huh. It's movies by directors like John Waters. Really? Or like the guy who did Welcome to the Dollhouse. Okay. Things like that. It makes me feel like that same odd feeling sometimes. This music like this makes me feel that like Devo does. Like I can see depraved. I think it had kind of a country sounding ending. Yeah, for sure. They had a bunch of country guitar work in there, but they just put like a new wave happy surf sheen on it. Well, but you there said was that a in the beginning of... that you heard the, the oh, country. Yeah. The beginning's very country. But I didn't really hear it so much. I heard it on the outro, though. It's just the chords, the chord structure they choose, and then the way he's like, he's chicken picking, basically. <laughs> Mm, I wish I was picking you, at some chicken right why now. Why are you living it, living it, chicken picking? <laughs> I wish I was picking at some chicken right now. Some fried chicken? Fried chicken is one of the most delicious foods that exists. man has created. It's fucking great. Yeah. I, I could have been. But you weren't. A king. You could be, and you're not. fried chicken. You could do it yourself. Your dad did it himself, but you don't. I don't want to do it. Exactly. So stop talking about how you could have been. You're such a biatch. When you could still be. You could have been something too, Michelle. No, I, I, I talk about myself like an average motherfucker who has no real drive. And there's nothing in the world that I would be actually like content at only being that one thing. But you can't hear what's going on. You can't hear what's going on. I know what's going on. We're going to move on to the next goddamn song. That's good. We only have a couple more songs. you crushed my dreams. I know I didn't. I'm telling you, you can still do it. You're acting hey, like you can't. Supporting me and telling me I'm good at stuff crushes my dreams. I'm, I'm telling you, you can do this. You're just like, I could Let's have. Let's just move on, all right? No. Get off my back. I'm the, I'm the positive one here. You need to just shut up and play the next song. All right. Move along, Sam. All right, come on next, Sam. Move along. Move along. This next song is something I like to call. (laughs) I can get you. Fist and mouth. I know where to put that knife. This next song is called Scissorman. So what's interesting to me, I listened to this the first time. And I thought that this was familiar because... I was like, I feel like I've heard this before, and Sam must have played this for me because I know the song. And it wasn't until the second listen that I realized fucking Primus covered this. And I brought this up to you, and you didn't even remember it. But as soon as it started, it seemed like it clicked in your head. It did. I could hear Les doing it. I could hear it all. Mm-hmm. And I haven't listened to it once since then. But I hear it in my head every time I listen to this. We're definitely going to give that a little listen to. After this. I like this weird stuff. Yeah, this song is fun. And he gets... He's really heavy in his weird vocal play. 
I need one of those pee popping screens. I think. <clears throat> They're cheap. About, I, yeah. I I've looked one. at some. I think that's a good idea. You pick it out and I'll uh, pay for it. Okay. Since I have that gift card too. I need to get one of those microphones that you always see they're using on Sirius XM. Those it's got the built-in pop filter. Oh, they're so expensive looking. Probably at least five hundred dollars. I was gonna say at least four to five hundred, but with that built-in pop screen, I mean, God, it's gotta be another hundred bucks. Have you ever thought if you can get away with doing a GoFundMe and just calling it "I just want money"? Some people might do it. I think most people wouldn't because most like, people just want money. Like if you're legitimately, uh, if you're upfront and honest about it, like nothing's going on. I just could use some extra money. It would be nice. I'm not sick. No hardships. I just want some more money. I have a feeling it would be really difficult to get people to want to donate to or that. Or would it be so obnoxious that it would get popular people would give to it no, because just stuff, to give to no, it? No, because stuff like that's already happened. It's not original. Remember earlier when I was talking about crushing my dreams? There he goes again, starting up the crushing dreams machine. I think when it... Okay. Sam... Michelle. You're 35, <laughs> alright? Like, you need better dreams. I'm 35? Okay. I'm not... You don't need to break me down what for trying to encourage one? you to be better. What dream was this one? I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> it's just one of the many stupid things that come out of your mouth. So none of it really matters <laughs> because you don't was even remember. The, was this the throw me in front of a... That's never happening. my truck when I die. That's not happening. That's not okay, happening. So that's not what we were talking about? No. Okay. There you go. There's the punk. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Step it up, step it up, step it up, step it up, step it up. I will admit by the end of this album, I do get zoned out every time I listen to it. Like, I'm not miserable. You know, there's been albums that even I've put on by myself. By the end of it, you can be like, please end. Yeah. It wasn't like that on this. It was just like, just kind of wasn't paying attention by the end of it. I mean, there are some songs that I think are definitely zone out material, but I don't think that it completely loses me. Like some albums, I'm just like, nothing ever catches me. Sometimes a lot. I I mean, (laughs) I couldn't say sometimes, but really, honestly, a lot of times. Your, your metal stuff, like your real metal stuff where it's just like super heavy all the time. So it's a lot of repetitive. There's not something that's going to necessarily grab me so much unless it's like an out of place groove or something. So Makes sense. Yeah. I don't listen to death metal when I'm driving late at night because of that. It can wall me to sleep. Yeah. Because it's just, you know... So I like that this is at least, you know, this has different songs too. I feel like to consistently pull you back in if it, if you fall off for a song or two. Yeah. I think so too, but I just, I just kind of. Yeah, because it is definitely moody. Uh, let's check out Primus. Yeah, Scissor the Man. Primus version from the Rhino Plasti album. It's track one. Track one, like you told me during the break. Here we go. Scissor Man. I think it sounds very similar to the first one, if I can remember correctly. 
You have that less sound. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's a good cover. I think it does yeah. it justice because by less is already weird. And musically, Primus is good. And they can deliver. This sounds more like Garage Band-esque. Like the drums sound boxy. Yeah, they do. He does a good job. They just don't. It fits Primus well naturally, too. So yeah. it just lended very well to them doing it. They definitely don't do anything outside of the box in that, though. It's just a straight cover. I don't, <laughs> and I don't know how much that is you know, your thing. Sometimes people want the cover to be... Like, <clears throat> obviously, it's the same song, but they want, you know, it, I, I think it's based on how much of an influence you want of the artists themselves. Do you want them to put much of themselves into it, or do you want them to just do their version? What do you want? <clears throat> I think I honestly just want them to do their version. I don't re- usually like people to stray too much, because the I don't know. I don't, it, but sometimes it depends because I, even though like I fucking hate the song personally, I know people love that song by Kid Rock where he took Sweet Home Alabama and, yeah. and, and did that. Like, and I think if, if you like that song, I think it was done well and it was his own spin on it, but he used like the exact fucking music almost. Yeah. Isn't that more like sampling? It is, but... Like on a grand scale? But there are people who don't... <laughs> they, like, don't know the difference because of the music. Now, you're saying, like, obviously... Uh, Changes by Kelly and Ozzy Osbourne is definitely better than the Black Sabbath version Changes. Right? No. Oh, you don't think that no they had the those those terrible like the choir in the back hmm and it was you know kelly osborne's voice daddy didn't she say something like that Uh (laughs) uh-huh you're my girl i hate a bat once that is not true you are my daddy oh fuck that hurt me just you singing it i don't like the word daddy I am so sad. I don't like little girls calling their dad daddy. Daddy. I don't like teenage girls calling their dad daddy. Daddy. I don't like daddy showing up in pornographies. Daddy. I don't like girlfriends calling d- dude daddy. Daddy. The only time I ever want to hear daddy is when somebody's saying, I don't like the word daddy. Daddy. Oh, you said it in a way I liked. Daddy. 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 Daddy, can I go play? Daddy, can I please have a popsicle? No, son. I can't move and you know it. I'm in an iron lung. You know that popsicles will make you pansy. <laughs> anyway, this is horrible. You go outside and scrape your knees, boy. You eat dirt. 
hopefully when I press this button, it's going to play the last song, which is called Complicated Game. But do I'm going to do a the random. volume turned up? And uh, of course I got the volume turned up. Look how turned up it is. See? Keep right turning now? it up. It's... There you go. You're good. All right. Random push. Let's see if I nail it. Missed it. All right. Here you go. Complicated Game. <laughs> I don't know why you did that. It was fun for me. This is the last song. This is a song that strays heavily from all of the rest of the music. Yeah, this song is pretty... uh, Standalone. I don't even know how to explain this song. This song made me uncomfortable. It's. It seems like this is something that would have been... I don't It's so weird. Like, this right here kind of makes sense. But what the song turns into does not make sense for this band at all. Because it's like, you, I, you would expect them to go in like more of a punk direction. And they almost try to do like early metal or something. It it's sounds weird. like Nine Inch Nails to me. Like early. Like, yeah. Like new wave metal. It's weird. Nine Inch Nails is not metal. No, I agree, but people will put them in that category because of how Trent Reznor looks. Trent Reznor. Go back to making air conditioning units. And hair gel. That's just such a weird song. I enjoy it because it's so strange. But it makes me feel weird. I think it's the... Especially when you're just staring at me for about three seconds. I think that is like... It's so repetitive in the music and in his vocals that it's a lot. And he's like doing it himself. It's not like an effect. So it makes it like more aggressive and weird. It's easy to do. Yeah, I'm not saying it was hard. I'm saying it's just if it was an effect, it would be a little bit less uh, strange, less aggressive. You think Karate Chop, Karate Joe? Yeah, everybody talks about Karate Chop karate Joe. Karate Chop, Karate Joe. If anyone's been confused as to why I said something about. Me. Their, their kind of metal style. This is what I was talking about. Because it does sound just like weird nuance, new wave in the beginning. And then all of a sudden, like, yeah, it gets weird, like guitar tones. And he, like, screams. and Yeah, you're right. Things do definitely change and go in a, a weird or heavier direction. Think they did this one live? No, I feel like this is something that would be used on a movie soundtrack or something. Could see that. Look in the background. Mm-hmm. Some girls listening to it on a stereo Someone room. Is overdosing. Is what I feel. Yeah, it has that. It's like the. It has such a messy, stressful sound. Like it gives me a messy, stressful feeling. Like uh, how you said, it made you uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. In the movie, it would be diegetic. I think that's what they call that. Where it's being played in the movie. It's not like just on top of the movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then someone stops the movie by stopping a tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Or not movie, the music is what I meant to say. Oh, I got you, hun. Please don't call me hun. Okay, Shug. Okay. All right, babe. As long as you put night at the end of that, I'm good. All right, Shug Night. <laughs> <laughs> Will that please be your new... Uh... I want every diner waitress to say it to me now. Can I get you anything else, Shug Night? I would die. That would be hysterical. I would die. One of these days, we're going to go out to eat, and you're going to be in the bathroom, and the waitress is going to come back, and I'm going to pay her extra to come over and be like, anything else I can get you, Shug Knight? <laughs> and you will lose your mind. I would just look up at her, and my jaw would drop. <laughs> I'm <just> like, <laughs> this person is amazing. Shut up. Ugh. This part sucks. It's so aggressive and angsty. A couple, a couple, a couple, a couple, couple. Master, paid it. Alright. Ugh. Faded away. I'm done. Thank We're out. Oh, XTC is finished. Finito. Finito. Goodbye. We are officially to the part of the podcast where it is time to go over some questions. I got questions for you. Tell me what you're going to do. Want to ask them more than two. My favorite color is not blue. Questions, 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 questions. Where's To the question time, <laughs> Color Critics Podcast. And uh, the first question that nobody I, can understand you because you're fucking coughing so loud. It was a combo. Just because you can't understand me doesn't mean other people can't. Nobody knows what you're saying. You're like screaming while I'm trying to talk, and then you say, No one can understand you. Ah! No one can again. understand you. Do it again. You're essentially Donald Trumping me during the fucking <laughs> debate, right? Do now. it again. <laughs> it's horrible. Go ahead, ask the questions. Sam, why did you I'll choose? ask the questions. Why did you choose this? I don't have a good reason. I was scrambling. It was the first album that came to my mind that wasn't metal. And I was like, and I almost gave it to you like three weeks ago. So I kinda had it in the back burner. So it just worked out. I just wanted to not give you metal. Well, what do you think I thought when you gave it to me? Thank God you didn't give me metal. I was truly, to give you my judgment prior to listening to it, uh, I was familiar with making plans for Nigel, as I had said. But I was honestly, like, I look forward to stuff like this because I feel like it gives me more pieces of you like i understand that you like metal and that you like different kinds of metal but you also like other things and i think that you're often just seen as a metal person so i think that those other like tension tinges of you those other things that you like are more interesting because you're always just seen <laughs> as someone who likes metal yeah so man, duh dude. if you give me metal so I just think it's it's more interesting, and I'm I'm truly more excited when I get just other and things. Does it give you more of a shot that you might potentially 
have something new to listen to as well. I mean, the possibility of me liking it is definitely going to be higher if it's not metal. For sure. That's just how it is. That's the way I saw it's it. It's just who I am. I'm sorry if that disappoints you that I'm just not it a metal person. It pisses me the fuck off. All right. I wish you'd stop being a twat about things. How? I think that's impossible. <laughs> how many times did you listen to this? Uh, Probably about five. I think you have a hair hanging from you. Is that for me? Yeah, no, it's from the microphone. Got it. All right. I listened three. I thought about listening to it three. An- another time. Oh, my God. I thought I'd get four out of you on this one. Well, I thought about it, but it didn't happen. Can you stop being a twat? <laughs> I told you. It's not going to happen. So you are the, the least and most favorite songs. I am a little on the fence about knowing what yours are. I knew what mine were pretty quickly, I think. Oh, okay. Um, it didn't take me very long to decide, but trying to figure out yours since we do that now uh, isn't as easy for me. <clears throat> now, I do want to say that initially I had 10 feet tall written down because your reaction to it. I think that you kind of like you faded it out early because you just kind of got over it. But I, I still don't think I think the song's too interesting for it to be your least favorite. So even though you specifically said just because you ended it early that it doesn't mean it's your least favorite, I'm still going with millions. With millions. Is that how is this that song? I think it yeah. lulls too much. So that's why I chose it for you. Even though you said that, like I think it has interesting aspects to it. But it's just not interesting enough. It's down there alone list. It's not my least favorite song. My okay. least favorite song. I actually think it kind of sounds like a video game song. Yeah, it kind of does. You're right. But I'm sorry, continue. It's the last song, Complicated Game. Huh? I, I was wondering if you would actually kind of like this song because it got, it went in a different weird direction and got heavy. Uh, it seems don't. too boxy though. It's just not... It's like forced I'm aggression. not going to XTC to listen to this kind of music. I'm going to XTC to fucking bop up and down, goddamn. Okay, it. but do you think they pull it off? Yeah, like, yeah. Like it's they, a fine song. It's just not what I want. I mean, if they put out an album that sounded all like that. No, horrible. You wouldn't even really listen to it, or you would listen to it to check it out to see if there's anything on it that you might like. If I need to go to sleep, I might listen to it. I need to think. You listen to things that you don't like when you go to sleep? Yes, all the time. I meant I think it'd be boring. That song is boring to me. Complicated game is El Boringo. Okay. The biggest crime of them all in the entertainment business. Boringo. What do you think my least favorite song is? I think your least favorite song is Complicated Game. That's definitely correct. Boom! Did you see that I wrote it down earlier? Like you no, you looking. wrote it down? Uh-huh. No, I didn't see anything. I'm, I was pretty... I think I knew from the first listen, maybe the second, but it just it's so out of place. Yeah. And I feel like it stretches... Like I mean, it's still kind of in the vein a little bit in the beginning, but I feel like it's just so out of what they do that I like. It's so far away from that that I just can't get on board for it. So. Agreed. Um, oh, my God. Your most favorite song? Now, this was hard for me, so I can't imagine it was for you. 
I and I don't have a song written down, so this is gonna be a full on guess from me. Um, my guess though is. Sounds like. Um, my guess is just going to be helicopter because I just imagine you whipping your dick in circles. So helicopter. I kind of want to give it to you, but because it's been a fight between <sighs> two. I feel like it's whatever it is. It's earlier on in the album. I'm giving you a point five, but for today, the winner out on top is day in day out. Really? Yeah. I don't know why, but I just love like the. It has. It's so it's so appropriately weird sounding. It's smooth sounding. It's. I love that bass line, and I love later when he's like, "Day in." Day Getting born in the state of Mississippi. God Papa was a copper and Mama was a hippie. Alabama, <laughs> press you gotta pay when you pick the panorama. Yeah, yeah this I really like is, this song. It's delightful. But I fucking love Helicopter too. I can play it on the bass. <laughs> oh, I think I heard you playing that. You've been playing yeah. that recently. You've been getting uh, kind of, you've been in a little bit of a new wave zone. Like you've been working on some new music. You finally got creative again. Do you think it's because you've been listening to this? I think what I've been working on recently has to do with what I've been listening to. Okay. Yeah, that's the being creative part, no. Because I was already working on that one song. Yeah, but, but I that's mean, my normal from name. what you've been doing. Yeah. No, and- I was like, you know what? I want to switch it up for now. I want to. Because you've also been playing songs from this, from the sounds of it. So I've, I've just been hearing more new wave coming out of that room than usual. Look, it's a diaphragm. It is definitely a diaphragm. <laughs> <clears throat> or it's a little hat. All right, Sam, what's my most favorite song? <clears throat> uh, I think your favorite song. I have no fucking clue. Really? Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to tell you then? Since you don't know, even though I think you should guess, I'm gonna guess. Is it making plans for Nigel? It's not. Okay. Uh, it's Scissor Man. Really? Ah. And I think it's because I think of less doing it Primus from Primus. Action. But I also think. I think it kind of drags on, but it's it's a nice amount of weirdness. Yeah, I don't really like this. Uh, I like the drum. Yeah. Yeah, I like this song. Yeah, it's a good song. All right. Yeah, so we have that part done. Um, How old were you when you first started listening to this, Sam? 32. Okay. Yeah, I knew it was pretty recent. And how did you originally feel about this album? Uh, I think I liked most of it the first time. I think I was pretty well down for it. <clears throat> by that, I think by the time I heard this album, my mind was like, you know, it's not like I, some albums in my life I've heard the first time when I was like 22 and I didn't really connect with it. And then by the time I'm 31, it's like my favorite fucking album of all time. <clears throat> Frank Zappa's albums 
happens a lot that way. I can think like five years ago, one size fits all. I didn't listen to ever and found it annoying. Yeah. Now it's yeah. pretty much the only Zappa song or album I've listened to in the past five months. <laughs> so it's one of those deals. Okay. Man. That makes sense. And uh, would you recommend this today? It's the real hard question. This serious. This is. I don't know. I never know how to take this because it's like, do I recommend it to people who would enjoy this genre, or do I would I just walk up to some guy and be like, "Hey, man, you should listen to XTC." <laughs> I, however, you want to take it because sometimes I say it, you know, with an explanation. I would look at someone like Tom Jeffries and be like, "Hey, maybe you should check this out." Bob, maybe you should check this out. Pam, maybe you should check this out. Uh, Adam, no. I wouldn't tell him. I wouldn't recommend Kirk. this to him. Kirk, me? I don't know. I would say no. He's on the fence. I would say no. Because he likes a lot of weirdo stuff. But there's certain people. Damien? Most people. No. Who I you... would not tell Damien to listen to XDC. So you say just uh, yes, but a, a limited yeah, amount of limited people. Limited amount. Okay. Unlike Iced Earth, where I'm not telling anyone to listen to that. I understand. It's for me. Okay. <laughs> I would never necessarily put this album on again. Yeah. But I I enjoyed some of the songs and I think it's pleasant and it could definitely be added to our travel. I th- I think list yeah, the way that I had said that earlier. Going together. I think I mean some songs would probably maybe be skipped, but uh I think that that I I think that the high energy songs would be good for travel. And that's it. As far as uh, the questions go. That's questions! Sorry, uh, I'm yawning. Yeah, well, we're... F- we recorded we're late tonight. Yeah. Uh, you slept late. I took a late nap. That's how it goes. But now I'm ready for bed. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so the next album that we're going to do is coming from me. We are going to have some guests on here and there coming up. We're but, working on it. But uh, right now... I am giving you an album. It is an album that you are familiar with. Uh, I don't know how easy it's going to be for the listeners, but huh. for you, it's going to be easy fucking peasy. Easy and peasy, huh? Yeah, even though you're not big on peas. Is there lemon squeeze? Please stop asking me questions and let me just say what it is. Okay. <laughs> We're going to be listening to the album Superfly by Curtis Mayfield. Oh, fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! <laughs> it's not only easy peasy, it's... You're excited? I'm gonna be jamming my fucking ass off, dude. <laughs> All right. Freddy's dead. See, you like shit like this. Like, why can't That's you... What you could give me stuff like this, but you don't. Because I don't think of it. I just go, Metallica? I know. It's a shame. <laughs> so that's why I felt like if... I've given you some time... To give this to me, and you haven't, so I am giving you Superfly. I want to do a re, I want to re-record Freddy's Dead, but I want to do it as Freddy Krueger. Oh my god! <laughs> I'd be like, well, it is. Oh, Freddy's Dead. It is ha- the month of Halloween, so <laughs> it would be completely appropriate if you choose to do that. Oh, that's what I said. That'd be maybe something great to you know do. While you know that the episode's coming up and maybe prepare something to record about halfway during, you know, through the podcast. Something like that. That's what I said. <laughs> All right. 
was a good strong ending. I was getting ready to be like, I love you. <laughs> Bye, guys. We love you so much. You need to get us ready to, to leave. Them. I was talking to you. Oh, thanks. You need to get us ready oh, to leave. Oh, we're done. We got all the questions out of the way. Yeah, I said why? Because I right. gave you another album. I'm going to and... play one of the songs that uh, we didn't listen to on our way out. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. We appreciate for you for still hanging on. See ya. Bye. I love you. <laughs>